You're a monster! Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. You got your host, Caleb, and my boy, Devin, on the line. What's up, buddy? Yo, what's up, Caleb? How are you, buddy? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, kind of excited. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. We got some news, a bunch of news we got to get to. Big news of the day. Matt yep. Rule was fired after three years being the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, as well as our defensive coordinator was also fired. Um, but the curious thing is all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, they're trading away everybody. We don't really know if that's going to happen. But what are your thoughts, Devin? I mean, Matt Rule being fired, I th- I think that's a good move. But, oh, yeah, definitely the first step in the right direction. Yeah, but do you think they're just going to start selling off all these pieces and just start over? Like, I, I mean, there's certain pieces I can definitely see them go ahead and getting rid of if they can get the capital for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one big one today is there's been some rumors of uh, the Buffalo Bills apparently reached out to them about CMC, which, I mean, let's be honest, a good running back is about the only thing the Bills really are missing. Um, so that would be terrifying fantasy wise. If you're a CMC owner, that should scare you because I don't think he's going to be as fantasy relevant on a team like Buffalo. Um, but just watching football wise, I mean, it's going to be a scary thing to watch. Yeah. I just got Um, CMC by the way, in one of our leagues and I'm kind of like, ah, damn. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so um, that's definitely going to be a scary thing because, I mean, that's still Josh Allen's offense. Um, that's Josh Allen is still going to be the guy that's going to rush in on some of those goal line looks. You know, it's not always going to be the running back that gets it. Um, obviously, they don't want to see Allen doing as much of that. So bringing a guy like that can kind of help really, uh, you know, alleviate that. Um DJ Moore, um, especially with the fact that, you know, him and Baker can't seem to get on the same page. Um, I know Matt rule was the one that came out and kind of made the comment about how the receivers need to get more separation. Mm -hmm. And you could tell that kind of was like a a shot at DJ Moore, and he was, he didn't take it real well. Um, I actually was thinking, (laughs) I was thinking today, um, a possible move for them that I could almost see happening. Um, it doesn't seem like green Bay ever likes to keep a hold of, um, you know, backup quarterbacks they think Aaron Rodgers is going to be there for years and years and years to come but I almost could see something like DJ Moore getting traded to the Packers and throw in like Jordan Love and maybe even throw in Christian Watson who hasn't really been able to do much as a rookie kind of get some young players thrown back towards them for an established Mm -hmm. receiver who has been around I mean the Panthers Baker's not really working out but he's also got this uh I believe they said it's a high ankle sprain that he could be facing here and they have PJ Walker now who isn't really going to be able to do much either so I mean I could I could maybe see something like that coming out you know Green Bay obviously needs some help on offense you know especially with the receiver so I could see something like that going down that's actually really interesting um I actually really like that and they could use a Jordan Love maybe, but I mean, are they just going to recycle through the same thing? I mean, Baker's on a one-year deal, you know, I mean, believe it or not, I mean, he's making 32 million this year, which is just unbelievable for how terrible yeah. he's been playing. Um, but you also have Sam Darnold there. I would be shocked if they wanted to bring in a Jordan Love too, but if you don't think any of those other guys are their future, then might as well, you know, I mean, right. might as well try and take a shot and just see what happens. 
That's very intriguing, and they definitely need the wide receiver help. I mean, I remember talking about this in the offseason, and I love I love when I'm right sometimes. I'm not always right, but I love when I'm right. And everybody was, Christian Watson's going to be incredible, and he's going to have like the, great, the greatest rookie season. And blah. Guys, Romeo Dubs is going to be way better than Christian Watson this year. And guess what? I'm right. It's the one thing I mean, that I harped on all offseason. <laughs> I still wouldn't want either of them. Well, not in fantasy. But I think Romeo Dubs is definitely on track to be way more dominant than Christian Watson. But if you bring in a DJ Moore, I think that only helps, honestly, both of them. You know, because I, I was going to say, yeah, about both, both in that situation. Yeah, yeah. Alan Lazard's not your answer either, guys. Like I know everybody's no. like, oh, he's, he's healthy, but Alan Lazard's not. He's not a number one. <laughs> but well, you know, we'll see. But I think it's interesting. And another couple of guys that I know. I was I was looking at their roster and just contract situations and salary cap stuff, you know, because you, you might want to just start, you know, getting draft picks or again finding young talent. But dude, Robbie Anderson's another guy that's making like seventeen mil this year. And I think he's a free agent, not this year, but next year. So like getting that off your payroll might be might be worth it. I mean, you brought up DJ Moore. DJ Moore is making twenty this year. We saw what Amari Cooper, you know, ended up getting moved because they didn't like his salary down in Dallas. But then there's even been news about like Ike Aquanu might be getting moved, Shaq Thompson, CJ Henderson. CJ Henderson's another one of those cornerbacks that they brought in that just has not developed well in Carolina. I mean, he was a, I think he was a first round guy out of Florida. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and they have JC Horn there as well that they drafted the next year and who also has not been developing overly great. Um, this defense just is in shambles. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But did you also hear about the Sean Payton thing? There was like, oh, yeah. now Sean Payton's going to be going to Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been hearing rumors of Sean Payton circling that he said, you know, for the right team, you know, he would possibly come out to coach. But um, I, I believe what the Saints still hold his contract, right? Yeah. So the Saints, the Saints still hold his contract till twenty twenty four, and so for me to sit there and think that the Saints are going to be dumb enough. Say, oh yeah, go ahead, go in in the division and and coach for Carolina. I just I don't see it happening. Um, yeah, and I don't even think honestly, if I was Sean Payton, that's the team I would really want to be going to right now. You don't have a quarterback situation figured out, and besides, two of them are hurt. <laughs> you're, you're running your yeah. third stringer. You might be moving a bunch of pieces. I just, I, you know, you don't have a lot of draft capital because of the pieces you moved last year. <laughs> yeah, no, if Peyton's going to come back, he's going to go to a team that is in win now. That's, you know, just missing a good coach and maybe a piece here or there. Not a team that might be getting ready to implode on themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that that is a great way to explain it. Um, don't see it happening. And if it does, I will be the first one to admit I'm shocked. Um, next piece of news, we got uh, Richard Penny's going to be out for the rest of the season. Fracture trip, uh, fibula. Um, really disappointing. He's not been overly great, but he's had a couple of really good games. And I really liked being able to see him be successful. The The team as a whole hasn't been overly great, in my opinion, but they have been putting up some points. But yeah, definitely watch out. Kenneth Walker show now. Um, kind of uh, kind of all in on Kenneth Walker. We'll, we'll get to it here in a minute when we get to the buy, uh, buy low, sell highs too with it. But uh um, I actually went out and acquired Kenneth Walker. I tried to actually acquire him in any league that I didn't have him. Um, he came out as a 
very, very high prospect running back. Um, obviously, Brees Hall was the number one running back, was off the charts on everything. But Walker was another one we were all talking about. Um, I remember when uh, draft day happened and he went to Seattle, we even talked about this, about how disappointed we were because both of us liked Penny. Granted, we knew Penny deals with some injury issues, but also we didn't expect the um, Geno Smith-led Seahawks to be scoring much. We thought it was going to be a waste of DK Metcalf. We thought maybe even a trade would happen for him or Lockett. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're, they're up there with one of the highest scoring teams, uh, like, you know, uh, of the year, even though they're setting it two and three right now, you know, they had a big shootout here with the 39 to 32 loss this weekend. We were talking so much trash on the Seahawks this year and they are, they're seventh in points, you know, they're seventh in total yards as an offense. And it is a little shocking. Um, you know, this isn't an offense that I thought would, that would be moving the ball that well at all. And not to mention, um, you know, f- the fantasy relevance, even for some of these players where it, 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 it was shocking. Um, Tyler Lockett, he's the seventh best wide receiver. I don't even have him in my top. I think I'd barely had him in my top 24 for my stats. There was no way I was going to look at this guy as a top 10. It is crazy to see. Um, but yeah, there, I've, there's definitely some value there. They're not going to find themselves in that situation where the one downfall of Walker, a lot of people talked about was his receiving game. Um, But the same thing kind of goes back to Taylor Um, back in college. They talked about when he got drafted about his receiving game. And just because they didn't get used in the receiving game in college doesn't necessarily mean that they're not good receivers or that they can't, you know, fit into that role. I, I think Walker's going to absolutely dominate in that offense. He gives me a lot of Chris Carson kind of power vibes. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think that he's going to be someone that's going to fit in really well with what Pete Carroll likes to do. And I just, I think he's going to get very utilized and I think he's going to be someone you want to own. Another thing, Darren Waller, we are, we do have the game on tonight and it looks like Darren Waller is now out with a hamstring. So just keep that in mind going into the rest of this week, kind of watch and see what he's going on, but he is just having some injury issues uh, this season. Could most likely could be, um, could be missing week six as well. And then last thing that I wanted to, to bring up real quick um, and, and chat about before we jump into these monster guys is the whole thing going on with the Broncos. I mean, we all watched that Thursday night game. It was atrocious. Uh, you know, shout out to Kurt Warner. I love watching his YouTube channel, but he was talking about Russell Wilson and this offense, just watching some game film. You know, I'm just noticing that like every, everybody loves this guy, but watching the film, I, I'm kind of, I'm out. Like I, he is no longer be on a draft board for me. And that's Jerry Judy. I'm, I'm watching just the miss route, like his routes being misread. Like he's just, you know, you know, going to the flat instead of moving up or going up instead of moving, you know, to the sidelines, whatever, um, you know, not opening up pathways for other receivers. Uh, you know, there was a blitz that took place. There was a corner blitz that took place uh, multiple times in that game. And never did a peek back at the, you know, like the guy that was covering him went on a corner bit blitz like two or three times. And not one of those routes did he ever peek back to see if he was going to be the hot route guy. Now, I don't know if that's miscommunication with Russell Wilson, just not providing that. Or is that just his inability as a wide receiver? Because I'll tell you right now, man, Devontae Adams never had that problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, go back and watch any game film back up in Green Bay. There was a corner blitz. Devonta Adams was getting the ball in about 0.5 seconds. Like, <laughs> like he would just stand at the line probably. I mean, he'd barely move. He knew he was getting the ball so fast. I don't know what's going on there, man, but it's very sad to say, 
But Jerry Judy, man, I, I'm not a fan of right now. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, this, the whole offense in general, I, I think what a lot of it's really coming down to, one, you really thought you were going to have that almost two-headed monster with Javante Williams being able to do what he did, you know, building off of last year. And then Melvin and Gordon still being able to come in and give some relief. But, I mean, obviously you thought Russell Wilson was going to come in and be the Russell Wilson we saw in Seattle. And what I'm starting to kind of realize watching him is he's a man that fit a system that Pete Carroll had set up. He, he can't do this, his own thing kind of thing. Like he's a great quarterback when he has the direction that he needs, when he has that let Russ cook mentality where they let him like, Hey, these are kind of the plays you just go out there and be you. He's, he's not seeming to function well in it. And I don't know if that's something that he can fix here this year, or if it's just going to be a really rough year for the Broncos. Yeah, I mean it's it's not looking it's not looking good um at all, at all. And I mean Russell Wilson's missing targets left and right and the offensive line just looks like it's in shambles. I don't know if it's, you know, all coaching or if it's just again incompetence. Um yeah. but it looks really bad. It looks really bad because the hype in the during the season was just so high and now it's terrible. I I kind of want to know everyone else's opinion on this too. Um Sunday night was absolutely Garbage watching. Um, Tom Brady gets tackled. Just a normal tackle. Guy comes in, and Tom Brady even said, like, I don't throw the flags, but he hugged me. He grabbed me. He rolled me over. We hugged. We got up. Flag was thrown. One of the worst roughing the passer calls I've ever seen. Then comes tonight, Monday Night Football, Chris Jones, who just can't seem to catch a break with the whole, you know, uh, whatever he said to Matt Ryan a few weeks back. Mm -hmm. Now he comes in. And he comes in on Derek Carr, just a normal tackle. Like, I mean, no rolling, no aggressiveness. Comes in from behind, tackles him, brings him down. Another roughing the passer. Like, these defensive guys need to just come up and pull the flag off these quarterbacks at this point in time. Like, I I don't know what's going on. I don't know how they're going to change this, but they're making it where you can't do anything. And these quarterbacks are going to be able to just know that they're safe at all times to be able to throw to anybody and take a hit because they know they're not going to be able to, it's a, it's a penalty on someone. Right. Yeah. So this is actually bringing up something that I've been thinking about in the last, you know, handful of weeks anyway, but I don't think the NFL is going to be able to sustain for like the next 50 years. You know, someone asked me the other day and like, Oh, do you think the NFL will still be around in a hundred years? I go, I don't think it'll be around in 50. And they're like, why? And I'm like, well, here's here's my issue is they're not going to be able to hit anybody ever. No one's going to be able to hit anymore. Like it's going to get to a point where we were going to be playing flag football. Like what we're doing now for like their quote unquote all-star game, you know, instead of doing like the skills competition, we're playing flag football. You might as well just start moving that crap into the, to your just your every week to week thing. Because yeah. I know the reason why they're doing it is because of all of these concussions that our quarter, you know, quarterbacks are getting. I get it. I, player safety is huge. But at the same time, this is what you guys signed up to do. You knew these risks. Like that's my whole thing. My my whole thing for this is you guys know these risks coming into this. Andrew Luck did the did a thing. He bowed out. He's like, I I just I don't want to deal with these risks anymore. And he got so much flack for doing it. Except for I give him a ton of credit for being ballsy enough to actually do it. You know, some guys have done that. Um, Megatron, you know, he he was another guy that was just like, you know, my, I've I've had enough in the league. You know, he retired at thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like guys are doing it, but you're going to get to a point where no one's going to want to play defense anymore. So you're going to have just an offense playing against air because 
the if if you're on defense, you're getting a penalty no matter what you do. You touch them, penalty. You know, you you already can't tackle them. You got the helmet to helmet, the shoulder. I mean, that's the other thing too is the helmet to helmet stuff. We we realize that there's people that are different heights, right? <laughs> like some of this is unavoidable, but yet it's going to happen anyway. And these roughing the passer yep. calls are just getting more and more ridiculous. And I don't think it's fair to these players. I don't think it's fair to these teams. And I mean, I'm sure Derek Carr will come out and just be like, you know, whatever, and and make it, you know, make it, you know, again, happy, all good. We needed it or whatever. I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's not going to matter. Nothing's going to be able to be changed. But it's just getting ridiculously out of hand. Yeah, and it's tainting football. It's basically watering down the product. So good job, NFL. <laughs> if all the, the women beatings and child abuse hasn't done it enough, huh? Um, right. <laughs> let's start screwing up the on-field things as well. Oh, man. Thanks uh, thanks for bringing that up, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Let's get the blood boiling before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go, guys. Let us, honestly, seriously, let us know your guys' opinion on that crap. Um, we're very, very intrigued. We really want to know, you know, do you guys even think that the NFL can sustain? Uh, you know, if, if we continue on the path that they're going right now, will there still be an NFL in 50 years? Uh, what's going on with these calls? Do we need to get something else squared away? Or is it just, you know, such at the ref's discretion and, it, you know, are, are they getting paid? Who knows? Uh, you know, to make these calls. So let us know. You can find us at the Monsters FB on all of our social media pages. Um, but thanks again, guys, uh, for taking the time to come hang out with us and listen to another episode of the Football Monsters podcast. And we will catch you next time. See you guys. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not here on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cruel, I'm like a fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you